1: This is Pastor Sean Nazaro, and I'd like to invite you to a huge Easter celebration at the Real Life Amphitheater. We're calling it Easter at the Amphitheater. This community-wide event will include an inspirational time of musical celebration led by the River City Worship Band. I'll be sharing a timely message of resurrection hope from the scriptures. And after the service, there'll be a massive egg hunt for all the kids on the Amphitheater Hill. We all know and care about someone who needs to experience the unconditional love of God, but who'd never set foot in a church. This is the perfect opportunity to invite them to join you at this community event. Easter in the Amphitheater is hosted by River City Community Church and the Real Life Amphitheater. The event will begin at 10 a.m. on Easter morning, April 9th at the Real Life Amphitheater, which is located on Lookout Road right across from Otama Park. Spanish translation will be provided by our Spanish congregation, River City and Español. Go to reallife.org Easter for more information, and I'll look forward to seeing you at Easter in the Amphitheater. This is Sean Azaro and you are listening to Reaching for Real Life.
0: You're listening to Reaching for Real Life with Pastor Sean Azaro. Sean, he is risen.
1: He is risen indeed. It's Easter week, Baron, and we are fired up
0: as we should be. And it's also, as we're recording this, it's also Passover Eve. Do you yes, know that? it
1: is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, well, I know because I had an amazing interview with our guest, who we're going to be talking with this morning, Reuven Duran. What a great, great time have talking you, with him.
0: Have you ever been a part of one of those uh, Passover seder?s I have. Where? When? Uh, at River
1: it? City. We hosted one. Oh, we really? hosted one. Yeah, we had someone connected with our fellowship who did a wonderful job just walking people through. And it was so cool because they explain what each of the different elements and you walk through the whole mm-hmm. thing until you get to the whole point of next year in Jerusalem. Kind of, It was a beautiful, beautiful time.
0: Have you seen though the, all the connections for Christ in that ceremony that just, in my mind, yeah. go, how do you not make the connection?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, for me... You know, Jesus made the connection. Correct. In the Last Supper, he he he. This is my body. Mm-hmm. This is this cup is a new covenant in my blood. We're gonna a little bit later here. We're gonna be talking with Reuben Duran, and he is a wonderful host, bringing people oh, and yeah. groups to Israel. We've been multiple times with Reuben, and in 2024, we're taking two different groups. The February 5 through 15, that trip is already full.
0: You didn't even promote it.
1: Yeah, no, we just in house at River City. Yeah, and it, we, we had over. What we didn't, we didn't really know. I mean, it, how hungry people were. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past, we've had trips have been great, but this the, it filled up, and we had. You have a deposit. You know, the trips are about four thousand mm-hmm. dollars, depending on airfare. That's the ballpark, right? Four hundred dollar deposit to hold your spot. I, I made it available at an info meeting. They filled it up instantly. Yeah. So all these people couldn't make the info meeting, but said, "Hey, give us the details. We want to go." They're out. Right, right. It was horrible. So <laughs> we, what we did, we set up a second trip. We're going to go in November. November 6th through sixteen. We've already got people signed up for that, but we still have plenty of spaces. Again, the trip's going to be around, right around in the ballpark, and you know, within a hundred or so dollars—four thousand dollars, uh, $4, 000, uh, depending on airfare. Uh, Four hundred dollar deposit will reserve your spot. You go to reallife.org/israel to make that deposit, and you can go with us, Laurie and I. Love taking mm-hmm. people over, uh, Reuven. I'm going to do an interview with him here in just a moment. You're going to want to listen to this because he w- will make you want to go. Yeah, you know because. Of course, it is just if you've studied the Bible your whole life, you've spent time reading the Word. Going to Israel makes the whole thing come to life; it really yeah. does. Yeah. When you walk on the ground and you experience those places that you've read about, you've heard sermons about, you've prayed over, um, it's a game changer, Baron. Mm. You know, you you've been there. You had something very significant happen I in Israel, did, as I recall.
0: Yes, I've got to propose. To <laughs> I get we, nervous. That's how you did it. Exactly. You were so nervous. Get, get that, you
1: don't have to get on your knee in front of me while you're exactly. doing this. Just talk about it. Brings it.
0: It, really, it brings it all back there. I got to propose to my wife there in Jerusalem overlooking the old city, uh. with, and Reuben was right there with me. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Please, Sean, will you marry Barron? Exactly. It sounded a lot cooler when he did it. Uh, but, man, again, to your point, you've been there. You've, what was your place where you kind of maybe had a God moment of, um here. Oh man, something about being on the shore of the sea of Galilee. Yeah. And I
1: just I read through with our group the Sermon on the Mount. Mm. Just the beatitudes, just the beatitudes. And So you got to teach. To oh, yeah, but I mean again, it's just like you're you're just uh, it's teaching, but really for me it's l- opening the text and envisioning Jesus. Mhm. You know, it's sharing the words of Jesus, the one who was there, the Mm -hmm. one who spoke these words that are timeless. And they still echo through through history, through the church, through the word of God. And that that was one moment that when we were out on the Sea of Galilee, incredible moment. Some of it's just there's so many. Yeah, Uh, it's it's an amazing experience. Um, as we're getting ready to celebrate Easter here. Easter in the amphitheater is this weekend, uh, 10 o'clock. It's mm. going to be an incredible celebration. The weather looks like it's going to be shaping up nicely, right. and we're going to worship. We're going to celebrate a huge egg hunt for kids after the service. It is just a, a truly blessed time, and it's for the whole community. So we want to invite you all to come out. That's Easter at the amphitheater uh, here at River City on Lookout Road across from Otama Park. It's 10 a.m. this Sunday. And uh, I encourage you, invite your friends and family coming out. It's for the whole community. You don't want to miss this.
0: Excellent. Well, with that, Pastor Sean, uh, please introduce Reuben Duran.
1: I think I just Just did. did. (laughs) Here's an interview with Reuben Duran. Enjoy it. It's going to be a blessing. He's a blessing. Well, I'm here with Reuben Duran from Israel. Uh, He's a wonderful friend. Uh, We've been spent time with Israel with him several different times. He's been here to visit us in San Antonio. Reuben, thank you for being with us today.
2: A joy to be with you, Sean.
1: God bless you, and greetings
2: from Jerusalem.
1: Oh man, we appreciate it, guy. Every time you're on, I just love—I love your voice, I love your approach, I love the just the life that you bring to any conversation we have about this place that we care so much about called Israel.
2: Well, I think this is this is uh, this ought to be normal Christianity for all of us. We we are hanging on to Jesus for our dear lives.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Hey, before we get, you know, we're going to be coming to visit with you, and I want to talk a little yes. bit about that in a minute. But before we get there, can we talk about what's happened? I mean, we're all reading in the news this turmoil and upheaval because of Netanyahu's proposed judicial overhaul. Um, Right. What can you—I mean, that's as close as Israel gets to a constitutional crisis, right? You don't have a written constitution like we have. But it's unprecedented, right?
2: It is really unprecedented. You're absolutely right, Sean. And we we dearly value the prayers of our friends as we all pray for one another always— I'll tell you, um, you really said it, you nailed it already. The bottom line of this entire cacophonia of political and social upheaval that's been really pretty recent. I mean, there there were talks and whispers along those lines for years, but only this last government coalition in the last three months under Mm -hmm. Benjamin Netanyahu's Mm -hmm. leadership has had enough of a majority within our parliament to really push for this judicial Overhaul And what it is goes down to the bottom line of what you mentioned. We do not have a constitution, nor do we have a Congress and a Senate the way you would have in the states. So these these kind of checks and balances systems, we don't have it in place. The only thing we have in Israel that can curtail and check governmental policies and and lawmaking activity is our Supreme Court. Right. And so that's really is what's going on. And, you know, after a pretty long time that Israel was pretty much led, uh, even even during the years that we have had right wing governments, the general policies were pretty central leftist oftentimes. Mm-hmm. And finally, when there's a strong right wing, some would say kind of radical right wing coalition ruling, they're trying to make a very sharp correction to the right, which throws everybody else in Israel into a tizzy because it's too much too soon. And that's what you see. On the television screens now one thing concerning media and you know that sean nothing is yes. ever as bad or as good as they tell you that it is right so right. don't be overly concerned by you know what appears to be on the screens but it is definitely a challenging time and in a sense we are paying for the sins of our fathers right. uh, who never were able to put together a
1: constitution yeah. Now, now, what's the mood on the ground? You, and I, I agree with you. We always have to watch media. Media, again, bad news sells, right? The, yeah. Everybody being happy and getting along is not a big, good headline, right? Uh, Never so bad news, bad news sells. Uh, but what's the actual mood of regular people in, in Israel right now?
2: Well, I would say that people are burdened. People are definitely sensing that this is a, this is a stressor. On the, uh, on the social fabric, the cultural fabric of Israel that we have not sensed ever, probably, right. because uh, we are used to external dangers. This is the first time that we have such a schism internally. Right. And uh, right. a, 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 it really does kind of boil down to the bottom line of the identity of Israel. What would it be? What, are we going to head into the future, into the next few years, as a Jewish Orthodox-leaning uh, state, or are we going to maintain our Israeli more liberal, uh, economically viable, stronger nation? That really is kind of where the thing is laying, because if this right-wing government is going to be able to push through this, uh, you know, reformation, as they call it to be, uh, both you know, on judicial and on other elements of their nation with a lot more power and influence to Jewish Orthodox parties, Uh, which are actually a minority in Israel, demographically, it's, you know, less than 20%, Israel would be, you know that, would be considered Orthodox practicing Jews, and yet they have gained such an disproportional power politically, because Benjamin Netanyahu's government is leaning on these Jewish Orthodox votes, and Mm. so a lot of, you know, half of Israel that is very secular, very, you know, you've been to Israel, you've seen the mood in the streets, it's 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 like uh it's like another state in the United States. Right, only, very uh, much so only only with kosher food <laughs> 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 with kosher hamburgers. <laughs> and so a lot of people in Israel don't really want to see us going down that road, hence the the stress and the demonstrations and the pressure. Right we pray we pray it will it will resolve itself in in a good and a productive way. But I tell you what the Lord spoke to our hearts as You know, speaking to one another as children of God, as intercessors, what we are going through right now, in a sense, is uh, part of the birth pains. The Mm -hmm. nation is going through serious, deep, heartfelt upheaval, and the Lord is producing something through it all. So it's a good time for the people of faith. It is a good time for the community of faith. We are growing uh, all the time. The harvest is upon us. People are coming to faith. People are turning to the Lord. And that's what he promised that during times of uncertainty and upheaval, he will make all things that can be shaken will be shaken so that those things that cannot be shaken may remain.
1: Yeah, no, that's powerful, Reuben, that, you know, and that's where you always end up. You always come back to that place because you have a vision. You have a vision for Israel. You have a vision for people, Christians around the world coming and understanding the birthplace of our faith. You know, Amen. and I've always enjoyed and appreciated that about you. You know, we met on in connection to one of these trips to Israel, and have maintained a friendship ever since. We, we're in 2024. We're bringing two different groups in February. Yes. We're bringing a group which is already full. Okay, we can't take any more on that one. But because of that, we're doing a second one in November, November 6th through 16th. If people want to find out more about that. They can go to reallife.org/israel and they can they can sign up for that. Why are you so passionate about bringing Christians from around the world into Israel? What drives you in that?
2: Well, one of our marketing you know,
1: lines, which, which, uh, w-
2: which sounds great, um, but it is a marketing line, says this, that Israel is the place where the Bible comes to life. And right. you and I know how true it is. Right. Nowhere else in the world. You know, We can take folks to the Alps, and we can take folks on an Alaskan cruise, and you can see the wonders of the world. But nowhere else on planet Earth can you literally stand on the synagogue floor in Magdala, in the Galilee, where Jesus stood 2,000 years ago or so, and delivered the messages which we are recorded for us in the Gospels. Nowhere else but in Israel can, can you stand upon you know, the shores of the Sea of Galilee and hear the echo of the voice of the Lord rebuking seven demons outside of Mary Magdalena, turning her into his foremost disciple. And so this will never be taken away from God's people. I believe that one of the reasons God brought my people Israel, remember the story, my grandpa came to Israel 100 years ago on Mm. foot, Sean, from Russia. He walked for one year to make it to the promised land. Mm. And I think one of the reasons that God brought about this great restoration is a special witness to the faithfulness and the credibility and the authority of God's word that he can raise the dead even a dead nation, and bring us back to life. So when you bring our friends to Israel, when you're coming to join us again, and and we are hosting folks all the time, you know, our outfit is so blessed. We are hosting God's children year round. Uh, It seems like after the COVID shenanigans blew off, um, everybody's been standing in line. We have been busier than ever, Sean. It is incredible, the grace of the Lord. And I believe it is exactly that sense in the hearts of God's people who want to touch base who wants to touch the miracle and 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 see with their own eyes and touch with their own hands the restoration the resurrection of the dead bones coming back to life that infuses every child of God
1: well and it does Reuben and let me just say if you're listening to this on the radio or you listen to our podcast he's not exaggerating it does come to life it is different when you when you are there when you're on the sea of Galilee Reuben on a boat which you guys always take us out you know, yes. uh, one of my favorites. Okay. It is um, one of my favorites. Yes. It's, it's hard not to just feel that to picture the stories in scripture, Jesus calming the sea, Jesus walking on the water. You're not exaggerating. It really is an emotional life-changing experience because you see it. And I, I guess that God made us that way, right? We're visual, we're tactile. We want to touch it. We want to see it. And we get to do that. What if okay. Just, letting people know. Again, our trip's going to be November 6th through 16th, and we're going to, it's going to be an awesome time. Uh, what are some of the favorite sites that you like to take people to? I know there's too many, and like each time we can do different ones. What are some of your highlights that you go, you're in Israel, you got to see these.
2: Personally, I, I would always take my friends to Gethsemane, and mm-hmm. you've been there with yes. me. You know, it is, we know the site is authentic, this is the true site, and we cannot quite nail the spot. The Garden of Gethsemane which in the Hebrew, is, you remember, Sean, it is Gat Shmane, the two Hebrew words, the, the garden of the oil press. It was actually a commercial entity that they were growing. There's an olive grove uh, growing right there on the slopes of the Mount of Olives, and there was an oil press, and they were actually pressing the, 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 the olives and producing olive oil. It was a commercial enterprise with a garden attached to it. And we know from scriptures the Lord was going there frequently. Um, getting out of the city to catch a time, you know, his quiet times of prayer. right? And that garden of Gethsemane on the Western slopes of the, of the Mount of Olives is the authentic preserved site. We know that it's been, it's been proven beyond shadow of a doubt by archeologists world around. And the place preserves that magic. You walk in there, whether, whether, whether we go to the main garden or across the street, we, I know, the, I know the monk who has the key to the little iron gate that can walk us into the private garden and you just sit quietly under those ancient olive trees. Now, experts tell us that these olive trees are about eight to 900 years old. So these were not the trees that the Lord leaned on during the night of his passion. But experts have always also studied those trees, and they are pretty sure that they are the, the babies of the trees that stood there 2,000 years ago, that heard the very agonizing prayers of Jesus and the words of words, Father, yeah. not my will, your will be done. So the Garden of Gethsemane is 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 one of the places I would never miss to take my friends. Uh, I love to bring my friends to Masada. You remember Masada down yes. by, the, yes. by the Dead Sea? Yes. It is not then, it is the epic story of the survival of Israel, and the and the keeping power of God, working over millennia, preserving us time and time again. Uh, the Dead Sea and Masada are epic sites that I would always send my friends. And we love the Galilee. You mentioned it, sailing across the Sea of Galilee. Right. It's like a, an otherworldly experience.
1: It really is. It really is. Reuven, we've seen so many great things happen. Um, I want to honor your time. I just we've just got a few more minutes with you. Um, do me a favor again. Our trip is November 6th through 16th. We're going in February 24 as well, but we, but that trip is full. Uh, November 6th through 16th. Uh, the trip cost is around four thousand dollars, depending on our what our airfare. But um, if you go to slash israel you can with a four hundred dollar deposit, you can secure your spot. Do me a favor, just talk to people about why this is something they should do. Why should they make that investment? And kind of, if you would, just in your words, invite our listeners to come with us and to to be in Israel with you. Uh, We've got a wonderful guide, Ilan, that we just love. Um, It it really is a
2: special. Absolutely. I I would love to do that, Sean. And I appreciate the opportunity because for us to host God's people in Israel, it's a personal privilege. It really is an honor. Uh, The baton went down the generations and now it rests in our hands. The messianic believing community in Israel, your brothers and sisters in the faith uh, who are trusting in Christ, God's son. We are are here in Israel, in a sense, uh, keeping the home fires burning uh, as a place that the church international can come and touch base, can come and touch hearts, can come uh, have a falafel together and worship the Lord together. You know, yeah. on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem and in, and in the Western, by the Western Wall. It is a unique opportunity uh, to strengthen your faith, but also to fuel the revival that we are planning on. You see, what started in Jerusalem, Sean, 2,000 years ago, that first outpouring of the Spirit, uh, a mile from where I'm sitting today, uh, will end in Jerusalem. We know that. The final revival will be here. Hmm. And the Lord told them, You will not see me again. Until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So we know uh, there's a personal contention between the Lord and his people. And he's got a controversy. And it will end here, where it started, in Jerusalem. The final revival, the final harvest, and then the Lord shall return. So every spirit-led, every Bible-loving, praying Christian that comes to Israel is part of this miracle, Sean. Right. That's why I love to receive you in the land, because you bring faith, you bring prayer, you bring love, you bring the experience and the joy of the church. It's like the children coming back home. You know, we have yeah. grandchildren, both you and I, and when those little tykes coming through the door, there's a whole different quality of life that yes. enters into, into our soul. And that's how we feel when you land in Israel and you get off the airplane and our guides and drivers receive you. I'll be there, the Lord willing. And we start the experience together. It is the connection Paul, the apostle, called it the one new man, Jew yeah. and Gentile together in one spirit. We will be encouraged, and together we can hasten the coming of the day of the Lord.
1: Hmm. I'm ready, Reuben. That's awesome. You're ready to go. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Reuben. You paint a beautiful Absolutely. compelling picture.
2: The Lord bless you. And Listen, hey, tomorrow is Passover. So we send you uh, greetings on the Passover and Easter season. May the Lord shine upon you and bless you and preserve and strengthen his people even while we all pass through challenging times it is a good
1: time for the children of god well and god bless you my friend thank you again for being with us our pleasure god bless shalom shalom
0: so sean tell me one more time what the dates are
1: the dates of the trip that are open still are november 6th through 16th uh, the cost is going to be approximately four thousand dollars. That includes deluxe accommodations, very nice accommodations, meals, uh, you know, all your transportation, everything while you're on the ground. I mean, you don't want spending money. I think we, we I don't weigh, and it's just a wonderful experience. Uh, yeah. November sixth to sixteen, four hundred dollar deposit reserves your spot. You can go to reallife slash israel to do that. And uh, we literally say it. We can say it literally this time. This you know, next year in Jerusalem.
0: That's amazing, uh, Pastor Sean. People. When you tell people you're going to Israel, they go, "Oh, is it safe? Did you ever feel not safe?"
1: No, no. Uh, they they're obviously Eric. they're the world leader when it comes to security,
0: mm-hmm. you know, and and they're
1: also very much aware. They don't want any incidents. That's the last thing they want. So if there were, I mean, in the past when there have been high alerts or high risk, they'll sometimes postpone trips and things like that. So they'll they'll communicate with us. They're great at the communication. Right. Uh, but, no, they are – we see on the news is one thing. What's actually happening on the ground is very different, and mm-hmm. they're very astute, very aware.
0: Yeah, and they're glad to have all the tourists back.
1: <laughs> yes, of course. well, of course. Yeah, that's a big part of their economic engine, you know. Yeah.
0: All right. Last time, Pastor Sean, again, happy Easter.
1: Uh, thank you, Baron. Uh Happy Easter to you. And I, I just hope all of you experience the Lord's presence in a very powerful and unique way this Easter season. Resurrection is what Christianity, it sprung Christianity into uh, all the world. It is what our faith hinges on, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And as we say, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Hey, it's good to see you. Hey, great to see you too. Happy Passover. Okay, how do you say you. Happy Passover in Hebrew? Pesach, which is
2: Passover. Pesach, Sameach. Sameach. Pesach, Sameach.
1: Exactly. This is Pastor Sean Azar. We're calling it Easter at the Amphitheater. This community-wide event will include an inspirational time of musical celebration led by the River City Worship Band. I'll be sharing a timely message of resurrection hope from the scriptures. And after the service, there will be a massive egg hunt for all the kids on the amphitheater hill. We all know and care about someone who needs to experience the unconditional love of God, but who would never set foot in a church. This is the perfect opportunity to invite them to join you at this community event. Easter in the Amphitheater is hosted by River City Community Church and the Real Life Amphitheater be located on Lookout Road right across from Otama Park. Spanish translation will be provided by our Spanish congregation, River City and Espanol. Go to reallife.org slash Easter for more information, and I'll look forward to seeing you at Easter in the amphitheater.